Hey guys, welcome back to the Noise Podcast, a show where we broadcast the world through the eyes of 18-year-olds. We hope to keep you entertained throughout the length of this episode. So, what we thought for this episode is a lot has happened throughout this whole week, and it has given us a lot of new segments of news and a lot of things to discuss about. So, what we thought for this week's episode is we can discuss the news in this week, like what all has happened in this week. So, we all decided to take our own. bits and like presented to the others and the others can give their opinions about it let's actually start today's episode with avyay yeah okay so i was going to talk about president trump as usual i mean he's always been in the news throughout this entire covid epidemic and quite recently that is this week the monday of may 18th he came out in an interview and he literally said i have been taking hydroxychloroquine now what are the ramifications of this right i am not a i'm not a physician i have not studied medicine i have in fact not even studied 11th grade or 12th grade biology so and uh, i have quite i mean i quite despise biology as well so but i do understand what the effect of this would be in the social sense right so let's think about it so until now all the tests that have been conducted based on hydroxychloroquine working on the covid there have been four or three positive tests i mean positive experiments researching on this and a lot of them have just said i mean they're not negative but they're just saying it doesn't have an effect right now the ones which have been positive two of them were conducted in wuhan and one of them in france i believe so what the problem with those things is is that the group to which it was tested is not varied so the enough was they're a not scam. the french test was a scam it came out also Oh, was it? I I, I, I did not know that. It's not a scam in the sense of the literal way of a scam, but there were too many loopholes in that report. It basically this whole the whole medical situation right now is exploiting any bit of news on that people will talk about it on a day to day basis. There are studies like this conducted on cancer. No one cares. Like absolutely no one cares. normal on normal basis in the sense i'm not saying people should not care i'm saying no one gives it attention but suddenly because this coronavirus is a big trend and a situation like this mm. any small test conducted which is even brought to the limelight is so sensational and it's thrown out of proportions and i think this is the pressure doctors are working under and yeah that's why these tests come out half baked and stuff like this and this is tending to happen nowadays i mean like you said the fr- uh, french report had too many loopholes right i mean one major thing that i noticed through that report i mean i read the actual report it says that about six people that is 23% right out mm-hmm. of 26 people six people had they had to stop the treatment for these people mainly because of like of plethora of factors but the few of them are nausea the disease was either worsened the people either left the hospitals or they died i mean it's quite weird to say that six of out of the six of them we had to stop because of maybe say death right or worsening of the disease so the major point that i'm trying to bring out here is i mean i do not know much of biology but first off all the many of these experiments were done in vitro right to the virus in a cubicle right a glass cubicle so yeah a test tube just think of it exactly yeah so that's how it was done those were the tests which came out really positive 
Now that that does not necessarily translate to wor it working on humans. It does not necessarily translate to it working on any affected being, like even monkeys or something. Now here's the problem with what Trump has said, right? I mean, people have been saying that look, it it is a drug that is currently used for malaria, and for it to have been approved to that, it must not have too bad side effects. So I guess it's kind of okay, even if he said a wrong statement. So here's the problem with that. If someone listens to Trump, right, saying, oh, my God, I've been taking this and I'm completely fine. He's suggesting that it's a preventive measures. So that's a huge problem there. Although, I mean, the tests show that it's not a preventive measure. It's actually something that is administered once you already get sick with the disease. Hmm. And more importantly, when he says something like that, the people who tend to go and uh, stock up on hydroxychloroquine immediately after this aren't ac exactly the kind of people who'd listen to a prescription and take exactly 400 mg, right? I mean, if you're stupid enough to listen to that man, okay, let, you're let not... Let me tell you something funnier yeah. with this. Hydroxychloroquine yeah. is something that's very available in pool cleaners. So there were like a few cases in the US where... Pool cleaners and aquarium cleaners, those ones where it cleans the glass from algae and other stuff like that for pools mm -hmm. and uh, aquariums. Some people in the US drank this and exactly. that's going to get you seriously. Yeah, yeah so, so the people who are listening to this aren't really like in the best of mental capacity, so to speak. So like you cannot expect them to take the exact amount, like say 400 mg and within 400 mg you're chill. That's not what's going to happen. These guys are going to like t pop in like 10 tabs at once or something. And like that will obviously lead to death because exceeding medication. Uh, I mean, if you take so much of medicine at one point, that's obviously bad, isn't it? Like you don't need a biologist to tell you that. That's my take on this entire thing. Like, do you guys have anything to add on this? I'll tell you something very weird, okay? The best way to take quinine in your body is actually tonic water. Try it. It's it's an actual, it was an Indian drink, actually. But now Schweppers, the ones who make yeah, ginger ale, Schweppes, yeah. I don't know what that is. They, they market uh, tonic water and it contains quinine and it tastes bad, just telling you. It tastes bitter. I once I, I mistook it for lemonade once. Worst yeah, mistake of my life. It's terrible, but yeah, it contains quinine. So the people who want quinine just drink this. It's nice for some <laughs> people, not me. You, nice for what kind of people like that? Guys without tongues or the, something. The kind, the kind of people who take tight pods, right? I mean. Yeah, yeah, tight pods and bleach. Yeah. But. <laughs> But like this is supposedly this is supposedly a thing they use for cocktails, so yeah. When you mix sense. it, it's good. Depending on the combination, it's pretty good. But on its own, it's disgusting. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so what he did was wrong. I'm not gonna deny that. All right, it was irresponsible, mostly not wrong. Yeah, irresponsible seems the right word because first of all, the side effects of this are not lethal. They're not fatal. People yeah, who drink pool cleaners. People who drink pool cleaners, that's taking it at their own risk, right? So if someone tells me I can, I'll take some sort of... If I tell you today, go drink a bottle of paracetamol, it's up to you to drink the concentrated paracetamol or take a dolo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are you there any clear. people who are going to... Exactly. Are there any people who are going to take his advice and follow restrictions of how much amount of the medication you should take? That's the yeah, major so question, right? that's why right? I'm calling it irresponsible. Hmm. Yeah, I, I exactly. Call so right. I call it irresponsible for that very reason. So, first of all, he knows how much power he has. 
he knows his reach so he should keep uh, what he's saying under tight tight scrutiny right because exactly. anything that he can says first of all can be taken as wrong or can be misinterpreted like a lot of these people have done right so the thing is he knows his reach he knows his audience he shouldn't have said this publicly i mean this was the worst idea he's ever had yeah that's kind of true bro the, the disinfectant gaff was just disappointing <laughs> like damn i did not expect that from papa trump yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay let's actually move on with uh, ved ved had something really interesting too correct yeah this is something i'm really passionate about okay so the thing is ever since one or two people started actually testing positive for the coronavirus way back when the uh, cases were pretty low right and none of us were taking the pandemic seriously we didn't expect it to turn out to be a pandemic yeah we were traveling in metro for writing our board exam yeah you guys <laughs> yeah. were traveling in metros and then i was being cautious but still people didn't expect it to turn out this bad right at that time so one yeah. or two footballers caught this and they tested positive for covid-19 since then football had been on shutdown right until a yeah. week ago a week ago the german government gave the uh, all the green signal to start the bundesliga to resume the bundesliga because that's the german football league for uh, people who don't who haven't heard of this before so this is very necessary because the thing is it's not one of those this season at least it isn't one of those leagues where you know who the winner is going to be with, before the season even starts right this year mm-hmm. it's a four or five way fight for the title so yeah. you cannot just decide this like okay i find let's have a coin toss or something and see who wins who wins wins the league it's a big big deal so it was a really good decision to start this because first of all they had very low cases first of all in germany compared to others and they uh, germany also handled this pandemic pretty well and uh, so far i think less than 6 people overall players and staff included in all of these clubs tested positive for this and those guys have obviously been isolated like, right are they doing closed door viewing for football now like yeah, so these stadiums right they've been known for their highest average attendance across all of europe's leagues like at least europe's top 5 leagues and now these stadiums which are usually packed with fans have literally no fan within the stadium or near the stadium because mm-hmm. yeah obviously because of uh, safety pr- protocols right and now this seems so weird because i'm used to seeing these uh, stadiums packed with people and them and them jumping and singing with their uh, voices all loud okay but see the thing is this is really important for football because leagues are driven these teams are driven by revenue earned from match days from match days right because of ticket purchases and then all other purchases and you can see how it's impacting other uh, teams so like in england and stuff a lot of teams aren't able to basically run their club as they would normally and this is also hampering transfers because they have no money to spend even the richest clubs and financially stable ones only three of them are able to see this out without any match days like i think it's real madrid bayern and bayern munich and a few other teams so that's the thing i mean i'm glad to see this it's it's really odd also because you can see first of all there are i think 23 players instead of your usual there are 23 players for each match day and the substitutes instead of sitting huddled together in the dugouts they're sitting one or two meters apart and it's it is so odd to see and the exactly, first thing yeah. that you see so the first matches were over the last weekend right 
the commentator the first thing they observed was how empty the stadium was and how far apart the sub- substitutes were sitting and this was so unsettling and it felt eerie but when the match starts that's the thing usually you can't hear what these players say you can maybe hear like one of the loud few ones here you can hear each and every word and you can see exactly how aggressive each of these guys are it's too funny i really wonder how the lack of crowd affects their game wait gameplay is that the correct term for this but yeah players yeah. again like i told that they don't they don't concentrate on crowds right i don't know how this is but they are heavily yeah. encouraged by them i'm pretty yeah, sure yeah exactly so okay yeah so i was just saying like the first match that happened i was watching the borussia dortmund match it happened in the signal iduna park uh, that's the state yeah, yeah, stadium the, i know about that yeah so that's one of the loudest stadiums in the world to the extent that i think a couple of years ago when an austrian team visited one of the players had to sub himself off at half time because his ears could not tolerate the noise the, the fans were generating <laughs> yeah to that extent so while the home players may be accustomed to that it it really has a huge effect on the morale of the visiting team right so mm. it is quite, kind of important and i think borussia mönchengladbach they proposed having like the faces of people who usually visit stuck to the chairs virtual background sound yeah, <laughs> yeah this was proposed in denmark also where they have either zoom or skype calls with uh, people uh, looking so basically they have screens on the seat and you can see the fans and you can hear the fans but virtually yeah that's okay, yeah. that's weird but i guess that may help a bit i'm not too sure these are like uncharted territories before for football yeah but i mean yeah. it's uncharted territory for every aspect of the world right every part of the world uh, yeah. so yeah, like even in india is, right uh, even in india they cancel the ipl but like i mean that's but just telling just for a matter of fact i'll just pull out the statistics top 10 leagues in average attendance i'm sorry but uh, indian premier league tops the bundesliga 58 for indian premier league and 43000 for bundesliga yeah so that's the thing see the ipl happens over one or two months the bundesliga happens throughout the year or yeah. except for one or two and months the, and the thing about ipl is they generate their maximum revenue out of the audience attendance and without this they are basically holding matches that that holding expensive matches for a re- return amount of almost nothing so yeah, it's, so it's that's the thing good loss for them and it's a good call by them not to continue it because fans of cricket are bad in always yeah exactly also. so there's a lot of aspects they should have considered they they would have considered while making this decision right first of the the population like method with which the population looks at the sport right they if they are too ruthless like in some eastern european countries with regards to football <laughs> i guess they have banned i mean they stop football at those in those places right so here's the thing in europe right there's a, there's not a lot of sectors over there so to speak it's basically travel football i mean sports and some other ones there's not like it dip, uh, sector which is as developed as in india or china or america right so this is one of the huge pa- parts of the gdp so they have to i mean they're forced to continue playing the games so yeah. that's the major reason i believe behind this and also like it's it's basically a religion there football is a religion yeah and, and cannot so the thing is even cricket's a religion over here right but yeah, exactly. the thing is what is the highest uh, amount that a, a player has been auctioned for in the ipl 
look the point is yeah the player the whole so the thing is in the also try doing the whole money thing with transfers and stuff it just doesn't work out so there's a lot of money involved in the uh, in europe's big leagues right with reference to players yeah there are a lot of money not just much reference to broadcasting players. rights everything it's the each job pound or each euro okay. goes a long way in these clubs finances right and some of these clubs hardly watch football so just yeah so they can't spend money as usual and they need mm. to get money because there's a lot of other things that are that go into keeping a club afloat right even mm-hmm. under normal circumstances clubs struggle to stay afloat sometimes because they're not getting enough money mm-hmm. so that's the thing yeah and not just with that like when a club grows right say this in madrid there's the real madrid stadium santiago bernabeu which had a rapid expansion a few years back right and they expanded their capacity they refurnished the entire stadium all of that an unforeseen circumstance of this was the fact that neighboring businesses i mean uh, neighboring houses neighboring buildings they started selling merchandise as well at cheaper rates so this became a livelihood to some of those people as well so they're not it's not just direct impact of football it's the indirect ones as well which contribute a lot yeah i mean mm-hmm. you don't see too many people selling only ipl merchandise in india but in europe that's like a huge part of it as well there's lots and lots of stores just selling merchandise other than the official ones yeah let's actually move on to the next topic which i am going to tell you guys about on the day of wait i forgot the day it was day before yesterday as of today but if you want proper date it is 20th on the 20th of may there was a huge sound heard all over bangalore it was like a loud bang of sorts and a lot of people in bangalore thought it was an earthquake did you guys hear any sound yeah it, it, yeah, it was around 130 right yeah yeah it was around 130 yeah yeah mine mine is i was in the car outside i had just gone to buy groceries with my dad we were just outside we had just parked the car as, as soon as that it it's like someone hit you from the back it's that kind of mm-hmm. sound but it was not like something huge rammed into you to like i think a motorbike or something when it just hits you on the back you have that weird sound right yeah that's the thing we played out and i remember it clearly and i looked Wait, back and both why do you have experience of motorcycles hitting you on the back <laughs> why don't you have on a car when you're in a car Why has a motorcycle been hitting your car on the back? Now it's Bangalore traffic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. About the noise. So many people all around Bangalore thought it's an earthquake of sort, but the Ministry of Defence said it was an aircraft system that was being tested out. Uh, specific, specifically, the the uh, the one they got from Russia. I don't find the name anywhere. That's the funny thing. They announced it also. It is an SU-30 yeah. uh, system. Yeah, it's the Sukhoi. Yeah. I found it. Sukhoi one. Aircraft Systems Testing Establishment, ASTE, were the ones who confirmed to the MOD that it was an aircraft supersonic burst or something. But I don't believe this at all. Like, Dude, I genuinely don't believe yeah. what. Uh, I live close, close enough uh, to the airfield, okay? So, uh, yesterday, it, it uh, when it happened... Day. It huh? took off from HCL. That's the point. You live close okay. to Jakur. Yeah. Okay. So the thing is, these flights, even if they don't land close to my house, they fly over my apartment, sort of thing. So you can hear the audio very clearly, and I've been doing that for like years. 
so mm. that day i heard a sonic boom and i kind of felt it also because it was pretty close then the next day i uh, heard it but it, this hadn't broken the sound barrier yet so i could just hear the plane and i spotted the plane also pretty uh, pretty soon then today also i heard it at the same time so i think it's just testing and there's nothing uh, inherently even see, I, even about i heard i heard a plane go go by at 130 that's kind of true yeah even i heard a plane and i used to go to a school which was very like kind of yeah, right very close to right there hmm. yeah so and you you can hear flights and stuff like that even during the air show that's the thing i've never heard something like this and i just don't believe that suddenly one day they broke the sound barrier because our defense has been claiming that we have planes that break sound barriers every other day and if that is so why don't we hear a supersonic every other day no because there's <laughs> rules there's rules in place yeah. for something like that because uh, they're not supposed to go supersonic i mean except for no, during war no, times they're not supposed to go supersonic no, near no, residential areas yeah what did this just come about and the whole whole of bangalore heard it yeah that's cuz yeah. the hl the hl and air force headquarters are in bangalore itself they all the testing yeah. goes on here yeah no the point is as all the testing goes on here i feel at least once before this thing should have happened which it hasn't happened i looked it up also yeah so i'll tell you what uh, usually i think so i think this is because of the pandemic itself so because everyone was at home you can see how quiet the roads are you can see how quiet the skies are it's a lot of that actually makes sense yeah yeah so because of how silent everything is this was more audible than it usually is and like ram said they don't usually do testing near residential areas because that's against the guidelines so now because of the space and all the freedom that they have in the skies we heard it and they did, did carry out the testing but i don't think the lack of noise explanation makes sense cuz it's a sonic boom you're going to hear it no matter how noisy the your surroundings are no but it no way that doesn't make sense you would not hear it if it's too far away and if it gets distorted right why would you too far away yeah yeah but distorted i think you can still make out the I, I, Like as in, uh, like Anmol lives there, pretty busy all day. Right? I'm still not convinced with the whole sonic boom with the aircraft uh, narrative of it. I feel I'm not saying aliens directly, but I feel that there is directly. something directly. other than. <laughs> I feel there's no, something. Just keep in mind that Anmol sees UFOs on the daily, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't, I genuinely don't believe this at all. I feel there's some of the things they just won't tell it to us, and I I genuinely feel it's it's solely because if they tell it to the people, also they no if they have to reveal it at least to the state governments, the state MLAs cannot shut up, dude. That's Wait, kind of true. You're trying to say it's a UFO or something? <laughs> Not UFO, something. Maybe something the center is testing out. It's why can't it be? That's the whole thing. it can be something the center is testing out properly right some new technology maybe a bomb who knows maybe sure i mean it's 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 a maybe it's a very hard maybe look you don't hear these kind of sounds often also i remember the last time i heard something like this right it was during uh, the malaysian bomb blast oh I god was, yeah i was, was very that? close by that was when i was in 6th grade 
I don't remember that. I wasn't even in Bangalore at the time. I was uh, in Maleshwaram Association when that happened. I remember that clearly. Damn. Where did that happen? Yeah. But yeah, I heard that, and that. That was louder than this because I was pretty close. And you can hear it. It sounded like a transformer blast, but way weirder. Yeah, that's what I assumed in the first place. But it's never been this yeah. loud before. Even though we have like three, four transformers in my apartment. Why won't it? Why doesn't the whole Bangalore assume the same? Because if it was a transformer, if if we've heard transformer blast before, the whole Bangalore must have heard it, right? Yeah. So I thought. See, this was before I actually started asking Wait. people if they heard it also. So it was loud only. I assumed it was. I I was the only one who heard it because only me and my dad heard it in my house itself. So I no, hadn't it, known at the time that uh, the whole of Bangalore heard this. Okay. Let's. Actually, move on to Ram now. Yeah, so this one's—it's still trending, but I—I I mean, I'm not sure if it qualifies as old news. It's about the cyclone that hit the Bengal coast about two days ago on Wednesday at 2:30. It's crazy, actually. Like, it's cyclones aren't a new uh, phenomenon, in, especially in the Bay of Bengal area. But this one seemed pretty fatal. It's the death toll so far. I'm reading it's already shot up to 72. So. Seems like, and it's also a Category Three hurricane, and it apparently it's the first of its kind since 1991. So yeah, with with this crisis and all, it's it's really unfortunate the whole timing of this. And I mean, yeah, like I said, it's kind of it's kind of slightly old news now, and it, everything's been politicized. So it's kind of hard to find a, you know a good source for a source of information of, of what happened. But uh, yeah, from what I saw, like it was pretty crazy. There were some visuals of hostile hostile roofs being ripped right off, and and these weren't these weren't tiny facilities. They they were pretty huge. And right now, what I'm reading is that they're uh, doing an aerial survey of the area with um, yeah, the prime minister is visiting the place apparently. It's, damn, it's it's crazy. Ho- hopefully, like um, hopefully they're They they can get back on track as soon as possible. Yeah, this is crazy, right? I mean, like, if you think about it, like, think about the events that have transpired in 2020 since January, right? First, yeah. Uh, forest fires in like Australia. That was huge for a huge time. I mean, wait, wait, was that in 2020 or end of 2019? 2020. 2020. That was in. Oh 20- my God! Okay, this is a bad year. <laughs> yeah. We thought it would be the defining event of the, uh, I mean, year, right? Like, Ooh, did not age well. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, we have had several celebrity deaths as well, and then yeah. this, the COVID, obviously. I mean, yeah. And now this, this, this is really going to be impactful because I read somewhere there's about 300,000 people who have been uh, taken out of their homes. I mean. ஒருத்தர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ
okay wait i feel really bad talking about a cyclone and then saying a, a game installation was frustrating me right after <laughs> but yeah sorry that's not what i mean but yeah you understand right like uh, epic games they recently it's if i'm not wrong they've released gta 5 for for free for a yeah. whole week and it's crashing every server related to epic Ro- uh, epic and rockstar in every Dude, way possible are you playing it no i can't i i i I installed the whole 93 GB file thrice and then figured out you and not once it. did it work. You figured out it does not work. Yeah, yeah no, actually it was fine in itself. Yeah, it was just an issue with Yeah, it was just an issue with Rockstar Social Club. It's it's just not loading. It's it's eating on my comp continuously yeah. without without any sort of remorse. So I just don't like it. It's just such a bad game. I like I'm going to get hate for this but It's such a boring game. You, yeah, what do you, you do with it? No, 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 Anmol, you ran it on a potato PC without, I mean, for a few minutes before you gave up on the game. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even complete one mission. Dude, look, I genuinely find Minecraft way fun compared to this. Yeah, Minecraft, oh yeah, shit, yeah, that, that was amazing. Yeah, we started a server. I mean, I guess Minecraft is fun if you have a PC which cannot run good games, right? What's wrong with you? You need a you need pretty good specs for Minecraft also. It's not like you can go on Intel Atom and run Minecraft too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> But it's still just because it's pixelated. Just yeah, it doesn't mean the graphics are bad. Graphics yeah, are bad. yeah, but you can get decent you... frame rates on a potato PC also. Yeah, yeah. actually, that was a misconception about GTA. It doesn't. It can run yeah. pretty well even on a potato PC. Yeah. It doesn't even require an i3. Yeah, yeah. It runs pretty decently on my computer too. It's just that I I don't know how to use the controls properly. I don't know how to. I don't like the game in total. <laughs> That's why you shouldn't skip the tutorial or you should pay attention to <laughs> yeah. the intro mission. <laughs> yeah, even Counter Strike, I play it like twice and then I'm like, this is boring. I don't know why, but I. Counter Strike, you play with friends. Uh, there's no, I mean, or bots, depending on how lonely you are. I played with people also, but it does not. Seriously, it's just, it's just yeah, bad when it's not everyone's cup of tea. That's the thing. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's a very specific niche, but GTA caters to almost every sort of gamer, right? Yeah, just keep it exactly. almost. Yeah, yeah almost. So everyone except Armo, like but I know few people fine. who also don't like it, but it makes no sense. Okay, so that concludes the fourth episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Also, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where you can catch glimpses of upcoming episodes before they're released. So stay tuned to the Noise Podcast, and as always, thank you for watching. We'll see you in the next one.